All right, welcome to Talks on God with my friend David. Great to see you, David. Good to see you, man. I got an idea today. Yeah. Wild and crazy idea. Oh, boy. And I wanted to get your perspective of how you would engage with somebody through different uh like different places in 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 life experience as people can be uh because i think god meets us where we're at based on you know our ability to to perceive he's even god's even there right so like if, right. if someone's if somebody is uh i mean the reality of god there's there's no image there's no uh you could even say there's no experience as we know it in the rea- in God's pure reality, but God still shows up for you when you're depressed, right? We're not, even, we're not even trying to think about anything past being in the dumps, right? You're just like, I can't. So, so tell, I'll, I'll, my idea was going through like, it, it might be too granular, but for example, and you're going to go wherever you want anyway. That's right. <laughs> so let's say someone is like in the bottom the, the most painful, I would say, places in life like shame, guilt, apathy, grief. I mean, how would God show up? And by by that, I mean mostly, I guess, how would God show up or how would we show up for somebody as God? E- either way. Yeah, I think I think a huge part of the answer for the dealing with all the problems of life is... Uh, to move out of the intellect and to the heart because when you operate from the intellect, it's like, it's just your accumulation of uh, information that you're operating from. And it just strikes me that most of the time we never have quite enough information to really get the job done. Whereas if you just get quiet and just love that person, right. Hold that intent for their highest good. And then see what's prompted, what's prompted in your heart. Yeah, and I yeah. think, you know, because it may not be, you may think, oh, well, I have something to tell, tell them, or, you know, what can I tell them? Or how can I help them? Yeah, I mean, that may not be right at all. It might be just like, hey, you know what? Let's just, uh, let's go get a cup of coffee. Let's go yeah. have a beer and just be with them, love them. People and people often don't want necessarily our our help or their problem to be solved they're like in it and it's offensive to yeah hey cheer up buddy and 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 if you operate from your intellect you're probably going to get it wrong and just going to make things worse or just irritate them more right (laughs) whereas if you could (laughs) if you just get quiet and listen to your heart and see what you're prompted what what the prompting is in your heart and it may just be nothing but just just spend some time with that person yeah you know because it could be that as much as you would like to get in there and uh rearrange their operating program <laughs> for their own yeah. good you're obviously messed up why don't you be more like me <laughs> it's like you got it all wrong here's how you got to look at it yeah. <laughs> you know and, and and the more you love the person the more you just want to do that because you don't want to wait around for <laughs> wait yeah. around for the the, yeah, your discomfort is making me really it's like i gotta help you right now yeah. <laughs> and you always almost always end up making it worse whereas right. if you just get quiet enough and just hold the intent for their highest good 
with love, then then usually you get the right promptings on on how to do it. And it could be that there's nothing you can do for the person other than just just be with them a little bit and just uh, you know just spend some time, maybe have a meal and just maybe listen to them and and let them talk and and uh, and sometimes that's it. I mean, you know, I think I think we'd like to think there's always an answer, and by answer meaning there's always something we can say or do that's going to make it better. And then it may not be the case. It may be that the person has to continue, uh, continue in their, their uh, difficulties until uh, they can begin to look at things differently. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's so, our expression. Supposes that we even know what, what a good place to be at is as well. Yeah. So I mean, it's a hard, it's hard with loved ones because you want to, you want to make things better. You want to make it better right now. Yeah. But yeah. that's not always the option. You know, sometimes, uh, sometimes we have to go through what we have to go through in order to shift in a direction that divinity needs us to shift in. You know, and most of us are really, really hard headed in that uh, we're not letting go of uh, our view of the world easily. You know. Yeah. And sometimes it just takes uh, divinity to checkmate you in a corner that there's no way out except continue to suffer or change. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, it, it it's like I remember um, my youngest, she was like three and we were at a subway, right? And she said, subway. I go, no, sweetie, it's not subway, it's subway. She goes, it's sub boy. I go, look, I can read. You can't. It's subway. She goes, it's sub boy. <laughs> so, you know, when you find yourself arguing with a three-year-old, you start feeling a little stupid appropriately. So I finally said, okay, fine. Sub boy. <laughs> and it was sub boy till she could read. And then she saw it was subway, you know. But I mean, that's just how life is sometimes. Sometimes they're insistent sub boy and uh, and you got to let them have it because they're not going to give it up, <laughs> you yeah. know. So so whether it was sub boy or subway, we still ordered a sandwich and, yeah. and had lunch. So, you know, that was like a little microcosmic of, of you're going to experience that a lot in life when you finally get some things right you know it's right you want to share it with everybody not everybody's interested in in what you think is right they gotta they gotta come to their <laughs> they gotta learn to read and come back and see oh it is subway right so mm. and and i remember Ed casey had said something years and years ago he said in patience ye possess your soul let me think about that one. In patience, ye possess your soul. Of course, you possess your soul. But I think in patience, you have a better chance of becoming aware of your deeper self. Mm -hmm. Right? It's when we're impatient that it just all goes to hell. <laughs> we're going to push it through or insist or force or whatever. We're going to hammer the person over the head. Right? That never works out. Mm -hmm. just sometimes you got to just say okay it's subway and just wait <laughs> it may never turn to subway you know maybe not in this lifetime but you gotta you gotta be willing to let people uh have their free will 
you know, and you can make a pitch for something, you know, but but you can't insist. Right. You gotta, you know, and I think that's the the huge difference between that I've observed between the left hand path and the right hand path. Right hand path, it's like after she said it was sub boy the second time, it's like okay, right. Left hand path would be start screaming at her and pull out an alphabet and force her will, make her comply and submit. The left hand path is the path of uh, of bending the will of the other and enslaving them to your will right the right hand mm -hmm. path i notice the more advanced somebody is on the right hand path just the light just the lightest touch on your free will just the lightest touch yeah so you know i i, I still got a lot of left hand path tendencies <laughs> you, you want to force it through but that's not god's way you know that's not god's way god god is well you could say the voice of God within you is is just that that small soft voice. Of course, I've had him yell at me a few times, so he gets a little firm sometimes. Mm -hmm. But uh, but usually it's 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 the soft, quiet voice suggesting. Right. It's you know, but of course, then you could say the heavy hand of God. Not really the heavy hand of God. It's the heavy hand of cause and effect. When cause and effect slam you into a brick wall, you know, you go, God, why are you being so mean to me? Well, it's not God being mean to you. It's just cause and effect in play. And your thoughts, words, and deeds have brought about uh, reactions. And some of them are pretty extreme, you know. But, mm -hmm. but I mean, thank God for, thank God for the laws of cause and effect or, or most of us would never start heading in the right direction. Yeah, but cause cause and effect is set up that the the more you got it wrong, the more painful it is. Well, do you think there's there's any because uh, what you just said could really be applied to in any person in any place in life? Do you, do you think there's any noticeable differences in what you said versus with someone that was in like shame and depression and up to like that noticeably higher energetic state of like fear and anger? uh like crazy desire you know that's a just seems like there's a lot more energy in that state versus someone that's shut down from shame and depression well it's all it's all it's all a result of uh of your view of reality you know if your view of reality is is uh incorrect it's just going to cause a lot of discomfort however that discomfort manifest for you whether it's depression or fear or anger or resentment or jealousy that's all due to your view of reality and that's one of the things that i realized a huge part of my teacher's program was correcting your view of reality because honestly it doesn't matter what kind of spiritual experience you have right you can have just some amazing cosmic experience but if when you come back to your normal state you still have major flaws in your view of what's real. Um, you're you're going to run into trouble. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to run into trouble, you know? So it's like, well, let's just say, let's just say uh, you have two people go through a very difficult time, right? If one's view of reality is that uh, this is the result of 
other people um, putting you through it, then what's the what's your reaction to that? Well, so if you're aggressive enough, you get angry, you want to hurt them back, right? If you're if you're intimidated, then you become fearful and you want to avoid these people. And I mean, you know, there's, there's all kinds of ways. Well, I would I would suggest that a higher view, a more correct view, is everything that comes to you in your life is you could say from God for your highest good. Mm. It's not really directly from God. It's just the law set up in this universe that is designed to uh, reflect back to you. Mm -hmm. Right. So I would say, okay, so if you can begin to look at that as a blessing and there's a lesson within it and what do you need to learn? You need to learn forgiveness. You need to learn patience. You need to learn courage. What? I don't know what the lesson is. Right. But there's my belief is there's a it's it's a catalyst brought about by the way the system is set up, and that catalyst is a potential stimulus to move you towards a more correct view or awakening, right? That's how I choose to look at it, which whether it's true or not actually helps make everything better faster. Mm -hmm. Whereas if your decision was, okay, I got to get revenge, well, that could start a whole cycle that may never end in this lifetime. You know, or you get revenge and now they're more angry at you and they recruit their friends. And now you got, instead of one person giving you a bad time, you got 50 people giving you a bad time. So mm -hmm. let's up your revenge and maybe you just start killing people quietly on the side. Well, now you got the police department involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mm -hmm. know and if you manage to avoid them, then they bring in the FBI. So maybe now you got a couple thousand people now are looking to put you in prison. So yeah, yeah, so you can go that route. You did it first. It, it just looks like it's going to get hard, harder and right. harder, right? So you get some highly evolved being like Jesus talks about forgiveness, but kind of short circuits that whole mess. You just forgive them and move on and and try to do things positive with your life right yeah standing up i mean jesus was no pushover he stood up against those that were doing harm right but he never harmed them physically right so so you know this is just it's just this is just a, a playground of cause and effect so i mean you can you can muck around and try to figure it out all, all on your own which you probably eventually will it may take you a long time or if you have some teachers that you respect like jesus or buddha or whoever that you thought well they've already figured some stuff out then maybe you can just try some of the solutions they suggested and see if that works better right so if you're looking at the whole thing and especially if you start to consider thought systems like the law of one for example where it's the law of one meaning that we're all it it's all we're, we're all one we we see differentiations and we see uh different people and we see uh different goals and but but those are all just ideas and judgments and then forgiveness would be just letting go of those ideas and layers of judgments that we have well it's letting go of something i mean maybe you maybe maybe you don't let go of your ideas maybe you still think the guy's a jerk 
but you're going to let it go because you don't see any any other solution that's going to work fairly well. But maybe then at a higher level, forgiveness would be, I realize he's playing a role that's brought by God in order to bring these catalysts. So now you're not only letting it go, you actually might get to the point where you're grateful because this person brought a lesson that when you fully attempted to learn it, helped you advance towards awakening even more so then that's that's i think beyond forgiveness forgiveness is is letting go of of uh, insult right at some level but beyond forgiveness is actually realizing it was an important lesson that you needed and they played the role of being the bad guy actually at a very high price because usually people bringing misery in other people's lives are usually more miserable than everybody else so they're paying a, a heavy price for bringing you that lesson. And that's what my teacher would say. He'd say, he says, don't hate me when I come to you as an enemy. Because I pay a very high price to bring you that lesson. So then that's beyond forgiveness. Not, not only you don't, you, forgiveness isn't even needed. If anything, it's gratitude. Thank you so much for paying the heavy price of playing the bad guy in this in my life. That Obviously, I needed it or it wouldn't have come to me. Hmm. So, so, you know, I mean, it, it, it depends on your, your view of reality. I think the closer your view of reality to reality is true, then the less struggle it is to hold on to joy and peace. The more, the more glitches you have in your program, the more you got to struggle with this discomfort, this pain, right? So that's it. I mean, so I think that the highest level would be Okay, so I'm I'm feeling a lot of pain. Uh, what am I? How am I viewing this wrong? That this I just keep having to deal with pain, right? So like, if you keep smashing your toe into objects, and you go, why am I am I always limping? It's like, well, maybe I need to wear a pair of shoes, and uh, I'll have less pain. So you can constantly be doing first aid on your feet, or you can say, what am I doing wrong that my feet are always hurt? Well, I'm gonna wear a pair of shoes. Oh yeah, I cut that down quite a bit. <laughs> so, so that's it. I I think you know in life we're dealing at different levels, but we've talked about this before. That I would I would suggest to you that if life is a constant struggle, you still have some major uh, misconceptions and who you are and why you're here. And the closer you get to truth, it gets easier. There's less mental effort having to be put in for you to be happy if you're constantly struggling to be happy constantly struggling with anxiety constantly struggling then i i would uh i would submit to you that you still got some major glitches you know major glitches right if somebody treats you in a less than ideal way and you're just angry and now you got to work on suppress your anger right then i would suggest if you could see that as god moving through this person as this person it makes it a lot easier to deal with and it's like okay you know what you're, you're just bringing me to, what lesson is i need to learn i need to be a little more forgiving and and see this person as a piece of god playing a necessary role i may not be crazy about the role but he's here so he must be needed right so looking at a way that now you become more patient and tolerant of this person and then if you take it even further, you just say, well, let me let me look at the good and try to find the good in this person. And you realize, yeah, he's a jerk, but he's very loyal to his friends. It's like, well, that's admirable. 
maybe a jerk, but you you have some really good qualities and you start to focus on the good qualities. And so that not only changes how you feel about that person, but actually that now showing some love and respect for this person will reflect back from that person. They'll start to feel more like that towards you and you'll change the relationship. Yeah, interest instantly changes your uh, instantly changes your experience. Yeah, so I mean that's to, to to me that's a huge part, and that was a huge part of huge part of Baba's teachings was we get constant stimulus. How do you interpret? How do you interpret that stimulus has a profound effect on how you experience it, right? So if you have little kids in your household and they're running around and screaming and laughing and it's like you know when you kids calm down okay so now you're trying to change their natural state of just exuberance well good luck riding that keeping that suppressed all the time so maybe you manage to suppress them a little bit it's going to start it's going to start squeezing out on the edges in some other behavior i can confirm that doesn't work yeah, so, you know, uh, so if you reinterpret and you say, you know what, how how cool is it? These kids are just happy and so happy that they're just running around screaming, screaming out of joy, and you can be happy for them. And you can say, okay, kids, you know, you, I'm on a call or whatever. Could you take it in the other room? Well, you're not trying to make them feel guilty about just being exuberant little kids. Just you bend it a little bit, but you're not trying to suppress it. So, I mean, you know, I, it's like, it's like trying to build a sandcastle on the, on the sand with the tide coming in and you, you know, the waves keep knocking it down. So you keep building higher and higher walls. Well, you know, you're fighting a losing battle. I mean, if you want to do it as a challenge, go ahead, but just realize you're not really in harmony with nature at that point, you know, it might be better to either move further up on the beach or wait for the tide to go out. So, you know, I mean, how much are you struggling every day? Are you trying to build a sandcastle in the rising tide? Are you trying to keep exuberant, healthy, happy children quiet all day? I mean, mm. you know, go ahead. Set yourself up for misery if you want. So another way to put it, you can say, uh, in, when I resist reality, uh, I lose. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, what's what's reality? I mean, that's just it. The higher and higher you can take your understanding of reality, then the less suffering there is. Right. Yeah. So well, the, the, the resistance, even though it's not ultimate reality of what I think is reality, that resistance actually creates this other experience, though. It's like my very existence yeah. changes my experience. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, and so you. I mean, if you look around, you see people that are miserable all the time because their their view of what should be is not really possible. So everything is annoying them. On the That's other right. hand, you could see people that just, you know, kids go screaming through the house, you know, where they're trying to phone call and they'll just laugh. You know, it's like, come on, guys, I'm on a call, right? Or, or you know, they stumble and fall down at the office a lot of people are embarrassed or angry and some people just sit on the floor and just laugh their butt off at what just happened you know i mean so if you look around at naturally happy people naturally joyful people and look at their 
their way of viewing reality and look at people that are just miserable all the time it, it's what's the difference is their life that much different or is their interpretation of the information coming into their brain different well it's the interpretation so my right. teacher would say you create your universe through how you see it so that's a huge part of baba's teaching is learning to look at the universe in a more and more i say real way right but even if you don't see if you say well that's not real well you know it's like believing in god believing in god it takes a lot of the rough edges off of your life you know you're not hurtling towards oblivion you know that once i'm dead that's it it's all over right mm -hmm. and I don't know if you have a sense of, well, ultimately all, everything is just, you know, you know, if you feel that eventually everybody is responsible for their actions and that takes the sting out of when you see tremendous injustice, right? You say, well, eventually you know, justice will, you know, so whether there is a God or not, the concept of God helps, Helps make this life a little better. So if I die, I go, I I go off into oblivion. I cease to exist. Well, I had the crutch of God help me get through this life with a little more sense of humor, a little more joy. So how bad was it, mm -hmm. right? But I, I I know God exists, right? But but even if He doesn't exist, I think it's a great concept. <laughs> if yeah. your concept of God is a loving forgiving god every concept of god is he's just an angry old man who's gonna burn you for every little misstep then that makes life a lot harder but my concept of god is is infinitely curious infinitely loving so i think he's got a sense of humor so uh i'm not not too scared <laughs> right but if you're raised in fire and brimstone well then that's a i don't know if that makes your life any better it probably adds a lot of pain into it so but but this is the power of the human mind your thoughts have a profound impact on how you experience your life right so if you understand that and you realize you can change your concepts you can change your concepts yeah easy right? so Easier. well it's not easy for a lot of people they say well they don't believe that that they're dealing with concepts they deal they believe they're dealing with a reality it's not a concept it's how it is yeah it's like it's Which like okay it well then that then that's your concept right locks in your concepts but if you yeah. realize i mean look around look around all different humans and all the different cultures and all the different concepts it's like so you're the only one that's right everybody else is wrong yes it's like okay yeah. <laughs> conversation ended but if you think well no well then okay maybe some of these other concepts take a look at are there any of the concepts that you kind of like yeah well would it make your life a little better okay yeah well why don't you try operating from that concept and once you start realizing that your concepts have a profound effect on what you're experiencing and you can change them oh really yeah well, it's, it's a big concept to even let yourself believe that you can consider other concepts. That was a that was a big one for me, man. I thought I was going to be in a danger of hellfire oh, yeah. for a number of things, right? It was a long list, so it kept me locked in a box and unwilling yeah. to consider. But anything. that's 
that's the beauty and that's the trap of being a human that mind is so powerful and i think a lot of the quote-unquote powers that be realize this a long time ago and just start programming massive amounts of people with the concepts they want to achieve what they want to achieve with those people right i mean yeah human beings are incredibly programmable right and one of the most powerful programs is to hide the fact that they're they've been programmed (laughs) you're not programmed that's reality what i've what i've taught you is what is everybody else is wrong and they'll probably burn in hell for it so don't you dare change it don't you change it one little bit or you'll burn in hell too right so so now you've programmed them with your program and now you lock them into your program with a, 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 a door lock of fear and so when you see human beings when you finally get out of that room and you feel so much more free and so much better and so much happier you want to go kick the door in for everybody that's locked in but they're they're holding that door <laughs> it's like no no don't kick this door in it's like well then you gotta let them be it's not your right to kick people's doors in yeah which as is another concept on the much, other side yeah as much as you want to say i'm rescuing you i'm right. saving you so that, you're in prison it's like no this is my protective wall it's like okay All yeah right. that's a that's a concept to see people stuck in a concept to think that i need to change their concept that's a concept I, yeah no that's exactly <laughs> it that's just another concept well it, it's the concept of uh of uh rescuing right you got to rescue you from that right it's like no you don't you know you can offer it's like i got a key for the door would you like me to crack it open a little bit <laughs> it's like okay okay come back in 10 years i'll ask you. <laughs> right you know you got to be willing to let people think and be the way they choose to be and that's hard especially if you believe they're suffering needlessly but i don't know if there's any such thing as needless suffering yeah. i think it's designed that you suffer the appropriate amount for where what your programming is mm-hmm. and if you come to me and you say i want to be happier and, and could you tell me how to do okay yeah i'll do that but on the other hand if you're just living your your you know it's like i'd be walking around in the gym you know and i'd pretty pretty educated on working out properly right and mm-hmm. i'd see people doing some of the stupidest crap and you you just want to say you are doing that all wrong here's how mm-hmm. to there's nothing more annoying than somebody coming up to you while you're working out to butt in with their two cents it's like who asked you dude That's Leave right, alone, right? Yeah, so i mean un- but it's uninvited like, advice yeah, uninvited so i mean it's the same thing it's uh you got to be willing. You can offer gently, subtly, and but if they're not willing to take it, it's like that's fine. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, fine. Well, I, that's um, that's it, man. Ran that's out of it. time. Ran out of time. All right, brother. Well, I'm glad we finally did another one, right? I'm sure people have just been chomping at the bit for the next I know. one. I know the the, uh, the outrage in the community, the, been... the phone calls and the emails. <laughs> it's been... It's been hard to keep up with. I'm like, fine, right. okay, okay. Right. They're right. like, we need to reveal where David is. I'm like, right. I can't reveal my source. Right. So anyway, all right. Well, 
good uh good question i hope all right I hope it helps somebody yeah. that are two people that are watching mom and dad hope you enjoy it <laughs>